0: You're listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast, only on fairfieldstags.com. Hello everybody, welcome back to Stag Sports Network podcast series. Today, we're actually launching a brand new series called the 2021 Season Outlook Podcast, where we're going to be spending the next couple of days, few weeks for that matter, going deep into really every Fairfield Athletics team, looking what they've been up to as we get ready towards the start of the new year, how their rosters are forming, and dive into a little bit of their schedule as a whole. And Today, I'm delighted to be joined by head coach of Fairfield Men's Lacrosse, Andrew Baxter, coach. It's been a while since we've last chatted, but it's great to catch up. How are you doing? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thanks, J.D. Um, doing all right. Um, you know, we are uh, obviously like everyone else, showering, showering in adversity every day with this pandemic continuing to go on, but we are fighting through. Super psyched to be back on the field.
0: And um, yeah, things are going great so far. So take us a little bit inside of what has been happening inside the Fairfield men's lacrosse program. Uh, we were chatting a little bit before you said the group started at the beginning of February and what has been going on behind the scenes to get the team ready for the first game. Yep, absolutely. We got going with
1: our guys that were on campus um, right at the end of January. We were able to do um, some, some small group stuff, groups of five. So we got those guys um, uh, some skill work and, um, and, uh, I got some reps with those guys and that was great teaching for us. And then we were joined by the, um, seniors and 50 years, the guys that were living off campus on February 10th, and we were able to start a full team practice, um, then, so we've been going now for, for the last, you know, 15 days or so. Um, just getting ready for, for March 3rd, we open up the Providence, but, uh, um, we got, we've had, uh, we're not able to do any scrimmages, um, formal scrimmages. So we did a, we did interest squad at the end of practice last week. And then tomorrow, actually, we're going to do another interest squad where we're trying to rev up the competition a little bit and get these guys ready to play, um, next week. So, um, it's been a good couple weeks. Uh, guys are working hard. We're working on getting back into shape. You know, that's been one of the things I think a lot of the coaches have been dealing with is obviously, you know, from a competition standpoint, we haven't played in 11 months or so. So it's. Getting these guys up to game speed is is, is a, it's a fine line between, you know, going hard at practice and, and make sure you're being safe and getting these guys staying, keeping these guys healthy. So we've been battling that um, on a day-to-day basis, but we've just been taking it one day at a time and trying to focus on that and, and making sure that we can maximize that, that two hours that we have together out there on the field.
0: I've been curious, and you and I had conversations last year, especially kind of on the physical side of things, getting guys – bigger if you will um getting them you know it, it's a tough conference the caa men's lacrosse league so i'm curious where the group may have not had as much time together building building in the weight room building on the field how much you've been able to keep tabs on them and have that kind of rapport back and forth in the weeks leading up knowing that this may might not have been a lot of time that you've had all together as a group in the fall semester totally i mean i think
1: the weight room has been one piece. I know the guy, the, the, I can say the guys have been doing a good job and most of it's been on their own up until they got, we're able to get on campus and get in with, with coach Harris, um, down there in the, in the sports performance center. Um, and I know we're, we're, we're working hard in there. That's for sure. I've stopped in there a few times. Guys are getting after it and we're, we're continuing to get stronger. Um, we're focused actually, we're, 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 we bought some new equipment that we're focused on getting, um, getting faster, working on our speed that we're going to introduce here this, this spring. Um, but you hit on it. And I think the, the, the hardest part that we've had is, is we're missing the connectivity piece with these guys, you know, and, and, um, you know, I think, um, you build connection through, through time, you build connection through shared adversity, right? So the shared adversity, we're, we are, we are fully in that, no doubt about that with everything that, that, that's, we're go, that's going on, you know, and I think the time piece is, is what we've been struggling with in terms of having these guys being able to get together, um, you know, because we are limited in the in the groups in the weight room. We're limited by how many people can, you know, eat together at the tally. We're limited by how many people can be off campus together at a time. We're limited, um, in terms of how we can't even get our whole team in the locker room. You know, we're in three different groups in the locker room. So we have you're in the locker room and you're only allowed in there for 15 minutes at a time. So we have 15 minute time slots in the locker room with, you know, 18 guys at a time. So um, we've been communicating with our team a lot about trying to maximize and be as efficient as we can with that. Uh, time that we do have together so that we're trying to build some connectivity um as things loosen up here we're hopeful that we can get some more time for these guys to you know connect with maybe a teammate that they weren't able to over the last you know few months and 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 build that but that's definitely the biggest piece that we're missing and and I think that would speak for a lot of coaches in that sense that that's been the biggest struggle um in terms of getting to know your team and 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 building that level of trust that's needed to, to for you know to compete for championships so um, we're, we're doing our best, you know, we've, 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 we've done a few different things, like I said, and, and continue to communicate to guys about maximizing that time that they do have together and be as efficient
0: as possible. I'm curious, then, in, um, in terms of the leadership group, you talk about the three different groups that you have basically within your own team. Does that mean now that that leadership group almost expands so that you have kind of within each pod, you have different guys that are doing different things? And for you, then, how much are you able to communicate maybe on a day-to-day basis with the leaders of each of those three pods, then get a a general idea of what the group's looking like?
1: Yeah. Totally. I mean, I think one of the things we did we we organized a uh, leadership council group this this um, this uh, fall called the Buckshots, and uh, it's a group of a uh, couple guys per class. Um, so we're leaning pretty heavily on those guys from a communication standpoint. And then um, our captains were just announced the other day. So Taylor Strau, um, senior midfielder for us; uh, Jake Timon, um, a fifth-year defenseman for us; and George Elmquist, um, senior defenseman for us, were named captain. So. We've been constantly communicating with those guys. I meet with them a couple times a week. You know, I had a Zoom with them last night about the next couple of days of practice. Um, it's, it's it's constant. Yeah. I mean, I think we haven't necessarily established leaders within those pods in the locker room. That's been more of a either positional or a just kind of like a based on a class schedule, just things like that. But we've definitely done some things from a leadership perspective that we've been had to in order to uh, make sure that our communication is streamlined. <laughs> And guys are getting all the messages that they need about practice, about lifting, um, and uh, so yeah, it's definitely
0: been a struggle. But we we feel like we've done um, as admirable as we can with it. Looking at this group for this season a little bit now, obviously you've had maybe a little bit more of a chance to focus on a few players that I don't want to say get lost in translation because of how big the group is. But it's smaller groups. so you could see maybe the progress of some others that may not have been noticed. So I'm curious. Looking whether it's young players, whether it's your established veterans, uh, who are some of the faces that we should be expecting to see really shine in 2021?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Obviously, um, we we return, um, majority of our team from last year. Um, you know, I think we return all our top scorers. So, um, on attack, you know, Dylan back with his back for his fifth year. Um, Brian Rita as a junior is back, um, Patty Drake as a junior is back. Um, and then we brought in a transfer, Matt Kostava from Bates, who's going to compete for some time um, on the offensive end, either attack or midfield. <coughs> Excuse me, he's doing a great job. Um, and uh, and then uh, the, the, the midfield as well is back. Taylor Stroud, who I mentioned before, is one of our captains. Um, Travis Ford, fifth year senior, is back. Um, and then Bryce Ford um, as well, who's one of our leading scorers as a freshman last year, He's back this year. Um, and then I think, you know, other guys at the midfield that, 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 we're looking to um, senior Cole Barner's had a great uh, couple of weeks here in the spring. He's doing a great job. Um, he's on our leadership council. He's established himself as, as, a, as a mainstay um, for us. Trent Moraine is a sophomore middie who saw a lot of time last year. who has been very impressive this spring um, who we're going to lean on. Um, Kyle Borda and Connor Keenan are both juniors um, at the midfield guys that have, have played a little bit for us in the past. And, and I think are both, have really stepped up their games um, and done a great job these first couple of weeks as well. So, a couple of guys to look out for there. Um, and then we have another transfer from Denver, um, Shane Osborne, who will factor in either um, most likely at the midfield, potentially at the attack. Um, so, we're excited about him. Um, and then uh, another veteran group on defense, too. We got Jake Timon, who I mentioned, captain, fifth, fifth year senior. George Omquist, captain, senior. Um, both those guys have logged a lot of minutes on the defensive end for us. And I think. Second year in the in the new defensive system, they're going to they're starting to thrive and, and, and pick it up and have more of an understanding of it. You know, everything was new to those guys last year. Um, Tyler Burns is a, a transfer from um, St. Lawrence. He's going to factor in on defense for us. Lucas Peterson is a is a senior defenseman for us who, who logged a ton of minutes last year. Um, and again, one of those guys that's getting getting more comfortable in the system. I think a couple guys to look out for defensively. Um, that maybe weren't weren't around there much last year were, were a guy, uh, Danny Wilson's a guy who we actually moved, converted from midfield to long stick um, this year in the fall and great athlete. He's going to, he's going to factor in on defense. John Wheat was a guy who played for us last year as a freshman. He's had a great spring so far, actually. Um, he's might be played down low, play up top. He played primarily long stick mid for us last year. He might factor in down low a little bit this year, as well as up top. But, um, and then I think one of the strengths of our team actually J this year, and I think it was last year. Um, you know, up until towards our, the you know the last few games we had last year, we did, a couple of these guys were hurt, like Tyler Wook there and Brendan Dryer were 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 hurt for our last couple of games. We, we were able to play last year, but those guys are back and they're healthy, and they they've been very impressive the first couple of weeks here in the spring. So, um, and then Dean Ford was a guy who's established himself last year as a freshman um, at that short stick defensive midfield position, um, who's who's gonna had a great spring or uh, fall and spring. And then um, David Dorsett is another junior who was logging some minutes last year um, for us. And he's, he's been very, very good as well. Um, and I apologize. I'm just running through the position. No, I mean, it
0: give, gives us a great idea, really the depth that this team has. And there's two guys I really want to kind of sp- uh, focus on specifically. It's the grad transfers that are coming in. Now people might be thinking to themselves, well, the division, Two division three players that are coming in. How are they going to fare in this league? And we got to see firsthand last year Charlie Bertrand from Merrimack, who's now playing at Virginia. Guys who can play, can play. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are, it doesn't matter truly what level that you play at collegiately. If you're good enough, you're going to do some damage somewhere. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what those two can bring to the table this year.
1: Yeah. No, hundred percent. side they've been they've been great in practice so far. And like you said, I think you know they're both guys that have played you know at a high level, Division three, Division one, whatever. They played at a high level uh, for four years, so they have game experience. They 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 know how what it means to practice hard. They understand um, you know the value of roles within the team, and um, they just bring a lot to the table um, for us right now. They're they they're doing a great job. You know, it's you know it's been. Going back to that connectivity piece, I think that's been a little bit of an adjustment for those guys, but um, the team's done a great job of welcoming those guys and, and getting them acclimated. And uh, yeah, they've been they've been they've been awesome to have around. So,
0: I'm very curious looking back a little bit at last year, where this group really started to well, they were flexing their muscles offensively. Let's face it, just putting in big numbers left, right, and center. But five and two, and left on a good note with the victory away to. Sienna before things shut down does that almost give this group a little extra boost of confidence coming into this year knowing that yeah there have been some things that they needed to work on you said defensively it's only going to get better in year two of the system but now knowing that you know we might be there people talking a lot about some other teams in the CA, but Fairfield certainly has a mark to plant down in this league
1: yeah we're, we're, trust me I'm so excited to play some of our CA opponents this year. Like we were, you know, we got cut short just at just at that time last year. We had a couple more non-conference games to go, but we were on the verge of that CAA schedule. And so yeah, I'm excited to get a crack at those guys. Um we get we get actually we get to play um four of them or was yeah, four of those teams twice and a couple of them once. So um but yeah, I mean, I think in terms of like uh, uh, guys getting used to the system, I think defensively we're going to see some some some. We've been working on tightening the screws, and 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 you know from last year's guys have an understanding of what we're trying to do and uh, why we're trying to do it and how to do it. And then you know offensively, we, we were certainly humming at a good pace last year, and I think um, that hopefully that that you know stems over as well. We keep that going. We've had a great couple of weeks of practice here, getting, getting back up and running. I think with the style that we play offensively, um, the biggest thing is we need to be in shape. We need to be conditioned because it's a fast paced style. We want to push the tempo. Um, so I think that's just been one of the big things we've been, been getting these guys to, to understand, like, Hey, that if we want to play this way, we have to be in this sort of shape and we have to practice this certain way And these drills are going to help us with that. And um, so we will, uh, we will hopefully build off of that success last year. Not sure it's going to look like it did at the end of last year right away, but we'll get there.
0: Hey, people love goals, so we were joking <laughs> yeah. before. You Go said down. score score one more than your opponent at the end of the game. People love to score 20, so. That's
1: it. That's it, exactly. exactly. never knows.
0: Yeah, and I'm,
1: I'm all right with that. I'm a defensive guy at heart, but but I'm okay. If we got to win 20 to 19, still win.
0: And it gives people entertainment, so I think yeah. it's will win on both ends. That's right. That's right. So for those curious at home what the schedule is going to look like, make sure to go to fairfieldstags.com. As uh, Coach mentioned, it's going to be a little bit of a unique schedule in CAA play where you're playing a handful of teams home and home, a couple of teams either home or away, eight games, top four make it. So it gives yourself almost a little more wiggle room as opposed to the traditional five games. It's cut or dry. Now a chance to maybe fix some things. Is this almost – well, like, welcome the opportunity to say, "Hey, if it doesn't work the first time, we still have time to fix it. We don't have to be urgent right from game one." Totally, totally, yeah. And the way our schedule's set up this year, you know, we got we're not starting until till
1: March third next week, and so our first two weeks of the season, we actually have five games. You know, we weren't able to do any formal scrimmages this this spring based on the, the pandemic and protocols. Um, So, so we're, you know, I don't want to say we're treating those games like scrimmages. We're we're, we're going in trying to win those games and, 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 and put our best foot forward and compete at a high level. But, you know, um, essentially are scrimmages and the fact that they're our first real contests, you know? So I think we have to be realistic in, in our expectations of what, what we're trying to get, get accomplished there and, 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 um, you know, learn about what we can and can't do and, and um, work on some of those offensive and defensive things we talked about and, tighten the screws on both ends of the field there. And so, but yeah, I think we have uh, we play three non-conference games um, early uh, mixed in with two CAA games early in the season. So we go, you know, it's a, it's a non-conference game, conference game, non-conference game, conference game, non-conference game, um, which is different than, you know, any other year, right. You're not playing those conference games till the end of the year, but um, then we have a little bit of break. So for us, it's kind of like, we have uh, almost, you know, two seasons. We have kind of uh, we have five games, then we have a little bit of a break potentially, depending on if we need to make up games or anything like that. But we have a couple of days off, and then we get back into playing our CAA schedule. Some of those two of those teams twice again, and then and then uh, and then the rest of the league. So um, I think it lines up pretty well for us to kind of learn about ourselves early, figure out what we can and can't do, and and
0: and and get better, and then and then get another crack at those teams. You know, later in the year. Definitely. Can't wait to see what your group has to bring to the table. Coach, thanks for spending some time with us and best of luck this year. Absolutely. Thanks, JJ. Really appreciate the time, man. Absolutely. And that's going to do it for this season outlook podcast episode. Make sure to stay with us on all of our socials as we get closer and closer to the start of the 2021 season. That's going to do it for us. JJ Duke signing off and we'll see you all next time. Thank you for listening to the Stag Sports Network podcast. For past and future podcasts, visit FairfieldStags.com.